Oh, Instagram. Photographers kind of have a love-hate relationship with social media in general, right? We know we should be there, but there's also all this pressure. So today I'm going to share the six worst Instagram mistakes that photographers can make from ways to use the app to get more free engagement to what you can be doing off the app to speed up your growth. So if you're listening to this, there's no need to worry. I've got this one covered. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Welcome to another episode, and I am excited about this one, y'all. I love chatting, social media marketing, and especially Instagram. So we're talking about the six worst Instagram mistakes for photographers. Before we get into the first mistake, if you're like me and you love talking all things marketing, okay, maybe it's just me, but maybe you don't know what you need to do to find your ideal clients and get booked fully with ideal clients. I want to let you know that my group coaching program, Marketing School for Photographers, is opening on September 20th. So you're going to learn exactly how to execute the seven-step marketing system that I use to fill my calendar and retire my husband from his nine to five. We're opening for the first time since February on September 20th. So to get on the wait list and get notified about everything to do with marketing school, head over to thebeautyandbirth.net slash waitlist. Okay, let's get straight into the first Instagram mistake is not using all the features a platform offers. So not using all of the features that Instagram offers. And if you're like Tavia, I'm doing good to just remember to post in the feed semi-consistently. I am not about to overwhelm myself with trying to use all the features that Instagram offers. Like I totally get it. But when you're not using all the features on Instagram, it's like only using half of the tools in your shed. You can probably build something pretty good, but not as great as it could be if you used all the tools that you have available to you. And here's the thing. Instagram has a lot of features and places to post. They have the feed, they have Instagram stories, they now have reels, they have guides, maybe you didn't even know about that one. They have Instagram TV and Instagram Live. And the thing is, Instagram didn't create these features for no reason. They want users to use them. So they're actually going to reward users for using those different features. They're going to reward users for using those different features by organically sharing your content in the feed more often when you're using more than just one thing that Instagram offers. So if you're used to consistently posting on the feed, ask yourself, how can I repurpose this post with the same message onto different areas of Instagram, like stories or reels, and maybe even do an Instagram live about it, which can then be saved and turn into an Instagram TV episode. So let's break this down a little more specifically and use an example. You could take a feed post, so something like a photo that you're just sharing in your feed about the benefits 
of home birth. Then turn that into an Instagram story by turning the camera on to yourself and restating the post in your own words or giving your opinions about something that you shared in that feed post. Okay. So now you've got Instagram feed done and you've got Instagram stories done. Then you can take this same idea of the benefits of home birth and look at reels and find a current trend, something that you're seeing a lot pop up in reels and make that about your topic, the benefits of home birth. Now you've got three. Then do a quick 10 to 15 minute Instagram live answering some pre-submitted questions about the benefits of home birth. And if you're like, Tavia, people never ask questions. I ask people to ask questions and they don't respond. You can totally pre-submit your own questions. You can come with a list of questions. In fact, I recommend that you do that so that when people join you live, you're not just like, hey, any questions? You've come prepared and you have questions to answer. So now you've done feed, you've done stories, you've done a reel, and now you've done an Instagram TV where you're answering questions about the benefits of home birth, and maybe you've put in your own questions there that you can answer. Then save that Instagram live as an Instagram TV video. So now you've taken one idea for a post and turned it into stories, a reel, IG live, and IGTV. Hopefully that empowers you and you're not going to let that overwhelm you because if you take that as empowering, even to take a feed and put it onto a story, like not just sharing it, but putting a new spin on it and sharing that content onto stories, you can start to see how you can use several areas of Instagram and Instagram will start to reward you by putting your content organically in the feed if you're consistently doing that. So that was the first mistake I see. The second Instagram mistake that I see for that photographers are making, and you knew this one was coming, you're posting inconsistently. The truth is Instagram's algorithm favors consistency. You can't expect to only post once or twice a month and then get engagement from your followers. If you want your content to reach more eyes, posting consistently is an important step. And I know it can be challenging. And I know that some of you are rolling your eyes right now, but it's just the truth. It's a huge mistake that I see people making is posting inconsistently. Imagine this, you plant a tree in the middle of a field. And when you're not consistent with your posts, it's like you're trying to plant that tree without any water or nutrients. It'll take longer for that tree to grow into the beautiful tall pine that it can be if it even makes it at all. But when you're consistent with your posts or watering your tree, Instagram will reward you. Your followers will notice and they'll be more inclined to engage with your content. So I think you knew this. I think that you knew that this might be one of the things. So if you're inconsistent with your posting, why? Why are you inconsistent? Chances are, It's because you don't know what to post and you don't plan ahead. And I have totally been there, my friend, and I hear this often. What's important is not posting every single day. Notice that I never said the frequency that you should post when I'm talking about consistency, but instead you're being consistent. I'm not saying you have to post every single day. If you only want to post Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 
That's totally fine. Just make sure that you do it week after week, every single week. What helps me a ton is sitting down one day and scheduling out all my posts for the week or even the month. And then I do not have to think about it anymore. And I am not perfect with that. Let me tell you, this podcast rolls the same way. I'll sit down and I'll record a bunch of episodes all at once so that I don't have to think about it for the month. But you know what? Sometimes it doesn't always happen that way. And sometimes I'm last minute recording an episode like this episode right now that is going to come out on Monday and I'm recording it on Friday. (laughs) That's just the way it goes sometimes, but I've made a commitment to show up weekly and I'm going to honor that commitment. So I hope that you'll look at it the same way with your business and your audience. Like just because I didn't batch my podcast content this month, doesn't mean I'm throwing in the towel. I'm still going to figure out a way to make it happen, even if it's not like, quote, perfectly batched like I had originally planned. So really look at your life and your schedule and just think, okay, consistency is so important. How can I be consistent posting on social media? Make sure to listen to tomorrow's episode because I'm answering all of your social media questions in our Quick Tip Tuesday episode. Okay, so mistake number three that I see photographers making on Instagram is that you're too focused on the number of followers that you have. So let's get real here. We've been real the whole time, but we're going to get real, 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 real. Uh, I built a six-figure photography studio with less than 2,000 followers on Instagram, okay? So you do not have to have 10,000 or 100,000 followers to be successful. You knew that, but I'm I'm just reminding you, okay? So does it help to have more eyes on your business? Yes. Is it necessary for success? Absolutely not. Having 10,000 followers on Instagram is not necessary for success. In fact, I know seven figure business owners who have less than a thousand followers on Instagram. Do I think social media is important? Absolutely. But it is about the quality of your followers, not the quantity. This is a true case of quality over quantity. So Let me tell you a real life story kind of as an example here. My son is a competitive gymnast and I shared a video of his progress over the years and it went crazy viral. It got like 3 million views in 24 hours. I very quickly got thousands and thousands of new followers as a result. Sounds exciting, right? Except those followers were all kids mostly boys under the age of 18. So what happens then when I share a birth video or a post telling people my availability for birth photography? I mean, it would fall completely flat. I definitely lose followers. Then Instagram would think my posts weren't relevant and they would be correct because posting birth availability to a 12 year old boy is not relevant. And it would stop showing my content to the people in my audience who would want to see it. The metric that is much more important on Instagram is the one from people from the outside can't see. And that's what's your engagement rate. How many people are liking, commenting, sharing, or saving your posts? And you can see that if you have a business account on Instagram under your insights. That matters a lot more than the number of followers you have. If your goal is to build a community of people who are likely to buy from you, and I know that that's your goal. So when you have less than 500 or 100 followers on Instagram, you have an amazing opportunity to really connect in a deep way with your followers. Follow them back, engage on their posts, reply to their stories, watch their stories because they notice. 
And building those friend-like relationships online is what will quickly build trust with your followers. P.S. Following them back also gives you a ton of content ideas because you see what they're posting and what's important to them. And they're your ideal client. So by seeing what they're sharing, you can start to get ideas of what maybe you should be sharing or thinking about including in your content. So these are strategies that are more challenging, not impossible. When you have thousands or tens of thousands of followers, like if you had 10,000 followers, it's going to be a lot harder to follow those people back and engage with all of their posts, right? But when you have 50 followers, you can get really close and get to know your people really well. So take advantage of that while you can. Okay. Mistake number four, you're not going live. You're not going live. So feed posts build brand awareness. People know who you are when they see your post frequently, right? When you post in the feed, pre-recorded video builds trust over time because people see you talking, they hear your voice inflections, and they start to get an idea of who you are. But live video, live video builds trust almost instantly with your ideal client. For all the reasons that pre-recorded video does, but also when it's live, they can ask questions and really get to engage with you in real time. And there's something magical that happens when you go live. Also live in uh, live video on Instagram specifically pushes you to the front of people's stories lineup. So when you're on Instagram and you see everybody's stories and somebody is live, it gets pushed to the front. So you're more likely to be front and center when people are scrolling on the app. Plus far less people, photographers specifically, are going live than they're posting, meaning they're much more likely to post a feed post than they are to go live. So that is yet another way for you to stand out if you're going live, giving valuable content or even live streaming a session or live streaming, preparing for a session. Like there's so many things that you can do on Instagram live as a photographer or a creative. And I know live video can feel intimidating if you're not used to it. I'll admit I still get butterflies right before I press that go live button, no matter where I'm going live. But my best tips would be to announce you're planning to go live before you actually go live. Um, send out an email to your list, post on social media, DM people that you've been chatting with on Instagram already and let them know, hey, I'm going to go live. I'd love to see you there. If you have questions about XYZ or you want to hear my take on XYZ, whatever your topic is. And the most important thing is to prepare to talk even if no one is there. Don't expect that just because you go live, people are going to join you and they might trickle in and out. So what are you going to do or say if nobody's engaging back with you? Can you prepare ahead of time for that by preparing questions or what you're going to talk about just in case people aren't active in the chat? Anything worthwhile is going to be a little uncomfortable or even painful, but I know that's not going to stop you. I have a feeling this is the one thing on this list of mistakes photographers make on Instagram that you're most likely making mistake number five. Okay. Mistake number five is you're not tracking your results. You're not tracking your metrics or your stats or your engagement from Instagram. Basically tracking just means you're intentionally writing down your stats, your metrics, every week from Instagram, things like your number of followers, your engagement percentages, et cetera. Like how many times you posted that week, how many times you went live, what were the results? And this is critically important. Tracking this stuff is critically important if you want to grow on Instagram. And I know you do because you're listening to this episode. So 
a lot of times I'll hear photographers say, oh, I feel like XYZ doesn't work for me. Like reels don't work for me or going live doesn't work for me. It was so awkward. Or I feel like Instagram is just a waste of time. And most of the time, these statements are made from feelings and not facts. So if I said, why don't reels work for you? And you might say like, oh, because it only got 200 views. Okay. Let's pause for a second. 200 views. Imagine an auditorium with 200 people in it. That is how many people just saw your business and your brand online and you didn't pay a dime for those views. I mean, I think that's pretty cool. When you start to play the comparison game of, well, so-and-so got 2,000 and I only got 200, that's where you start to feel like 200 isn't enough. But really, when you stop and think about 200 people just saw your business, that's incredible for free. So with 200 views, then it's just a matter of trial and error. Keep posting. One video might get a thousand views. Okay, now you're on to something, right? So then you post another video and it gets 20 views. And you're like, uh, okay, that didn't work. So what was it about that video that people didn't like or didn't want to watch or didn't engage with? And then think like, what else can I do to get more videos or reels like the one that got a thousand views? And are any of those videos that you're posting, are they sparking DMs or comments on the videos? Like I care a lot more about the engagement and the DMs and the relationships that are built than the actual views, to be honest with you, because some of the reels or posts that I make don't outwardly get a lot of um, likes or comments, but there will be people DMing me or there will be people telling me later that they appreciated that post. And that means more to me than people double clicking, right? To tell me that they liked it. So growth is important. But how do you know if you're growing or not if you're not tracking it? If you're simply basing it off of new followers. And new followers is important, but is what you're doing right now actually working? Is what you're posting actually working or not? And the only way to know that is if you're tracking it. Here's another example that I learned from tracking, okay? My followers do not like quote graphics. <laughs> um, they would much rather see a birth photo. So personally, like for me, Tavia, the person, I like quote graphics. Like they always stop my scroll. I read them. I read the comments. I read the caption. I share them. But my audience, eh, not so much. So how do I know that? I don't just have a feeling about it. I'm not guessing. It's because we're tracking it. So does it matter what I like when it comes to posting on Instagram? Honestly, not really. It matters what my ideal client likes and what they respond to that matters. And we know what they like by tracking how many likes, comments, saves, and shares the post gets. So take 15 minutes each week. I usually do this on a Friday and write down your metrics for Instagram. Before I share the final mistake, make sure to hang until the end because I have a little bonus tip to share with you. Okay. So mistake number six of the six worst mistakes on Instagram. I see photographers making is you're giving up too soon. You're giving up on Instagram too soon. This is what I personally have experienced and see from photographers. Okay. They get all excited about Instagram or whatever social media platform they're excited about for their business. So they post every day for like two weeks and then they get burnt out and they don't post again for like a month. 
Maybe that sounds familiar to you. Definitely sounds familiar to me. The thing is, it can take four to eight weeks for a new habit to form. And it can definitely take that long or longer to start seeing some traction on Instagram. I'm just keeping it real. Like that might not be what you want to hear, but that's the truth. And most photographers are going to throw in the towel consistently posting on Instagram long before that eight week mark. So perseverance is the ability to keep going when it feels like it's not working. So don't give up and keep going. Okay. So the bonus tip is the truth is back in 2014, it was much easier to grow on Instagram. It just was. There were less creators, less businesses, and there were more people. So it was much easier to be found organically. Like when there's less creators and more people, it's just easier to be found organically. We're seeing a peak of that with Instagram reels. And here's what I mean by that. There are less people making Instagram reels than there are people watching Instagram reels. So it becomes easier to be organically discovered because there's less content for people to see. And that's just not true with the feed right now. There's more, there's more content on the feed than ever. So the algorithm, the algorithm on Instagram is pushing reels to compete with TikTok. And a lot of brands on Instagram aren't using reels yet. So if you want to know where your time is likely best spent on Instagram right now, I definitely think the feed, a very close second, is getting familiar with Instagram reels, which P.S. you can also post on your feed. Okay, there you are. The six worst mistakes you can make on Instagram and how to fix them. Remember, social media is one piece of the puzzle. It's not everything. So if you're looking to grow your business, to hit those 10K months and even retire your spouse, make sure you're on the wait list for Marketing School for Photographers when it opens September 20th. Just head over to thebeautyandbirth.net slash waitlist. And if you're enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe. So each week's episodes download automatically and subscribing is the only way to get our weekly bonus episode because we don't send out emails about those. So make sure and subscribe. And my friend, if you have a passion, it is not an accident because not everyone loves the thing that you love. So whatever your passion is, I hope that you get out there and make it happen. Have a great week. <laughs>